Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome to Under Wraps episode 8. Yeah, just checking there to be precise, to be sure. It's number 8 we're on. Uh, the weeks are flying by. I say this every week, but I honestly can't believe how how quick that 8 weeks is after gone. So we're obviously on to the 8th track of the mixtape, going through the lyrics. Um, and that means there's 2 tracks left after this week, so... We'll see what happens after the after the track ten. Uh, after we go through track ten's lyrics, um, deeper understanding and meaning, and uh, yeah, we'll see where the podcast goes, what kind of route it takes, what kind of direction it goes in. Um, but yeah, we're gonna leave that in the future, and we're gonna focus on the present today with track number eight, and it's called "In Your Arms." So, like normal, I'm gonna go through the lyrics, try and understand my own thoughts, my own understanding. Um, my own kind of process uh, in, in how I came up with those lyrics and the storytelling and mainly where my kind of experience and, and why I chose to say what I said and stuff like that and uh, yeah basically just go through the story of the song um, uh, as it was in the present moment so yeah so if, if it's your first time listening to the podcast um the first 10 episodes are a song off the mixtape so each week is one song getting studied and getting broken down dissected uh, and we're on track number eight of the mixtape the memories mixtape uh Darda dm uh, on all platforms if you want to find that uh, d-a-r-r-a-d-o-e-m if you want to go on to spotify or anything like that and you want to listen to it the full 10 songs is up there and we're actually only on track number eight uh on this episode so yeah two more tracks to go um, but before we go into that and go into the lyrics and the understanding of the song In Your Arms I'm going to just hit us with a few observations I had throughout the week I like throwing in a little segment here of uh, just stuff that caught me attention or maybe something I didn't know that I found out and I'd like to just share the witches and stuff um, it also hasn't got like a, it hasn't got a limitation uh, on what the topic might be that I, I might uh, I might hit just with it could be something completely random which in most cases it will be uh, I think so yeah observations for this week um, everyone on TikTok has been ranting and raving about this Sansab um, toy toy field shop and it's in uh, Drumcondra in Dublin on the north side of the of the city so Drumcondra um, so I said yeah we go out and try it me and my girlfriend went out me and Molly went out to San Sab and tried the old um, the old curry and see what it's like so we got a spice bag each and we got like this sharing kind of like a share platter um, dumplings chicken skewers chicken wings and spring rolls and then we had like ginger ginger sauce uh, spicy ginger sauce satay sauce and curry sauce so on the actual spice pack itself it has this um chef's kind of like a chef's kind of sauce but it's like a topping already in amongst the veg the chips the chicken and it adds a kind of a a sweet taste to it almost along with the spice so it's not too spicy it's actually already nice the chicken was unbelievable so we definitely recommend it if you're gonna try it but we sat in and ate the food right so listen to this we're leaving to get the bus home so it's all like everything is as normal we finish our favourite pack up and get out of there 
got onto the bus going home and I was sitting on the bus and there was just a smell and I was like is that a smell of feet on the like normally like Dublin bus you know it's kind of it is smelly in most cases just with sometimes when it's packed and stuff naturally people are sweating you know you got a bit of body odor and stuff but this was different this was like a like a foot smell like the smell of feet on the bus and I was like in my head going somebody must have their feet out or something like that um, no judgment, you know, if you want to get your feet out, fair enough, you know, you're not hurting anyone, <laughs> but I mean, when it's, when the smell is so strong, it's, it can be revolting, and uh, yeah, obviously we could smell the feet, but then the f- this smell of feet was getting mixed in with this, like, like I don't know, like spice, kind of curry-ish kind of smell, I can't even describe what, what the smell was, that was getting blended in with the smell of feet, but anyway, it turns out, two lads were in San Sab and they got spice packets themselves and they were eating them on the bus beside us so the smell of the curry and then the smell of feet kind of interlinked and created this odour that I can't even describe it was just I wish there was a word a certain word a specific word for it but all it was 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 a smell of uh, unwashed feet and curry and it if you hadn't had the curry before or, or you were thinking of going there to try it and you smelled this and realised that the curry was involved in this type of uh, type of smelly situation, you probably wouldn't uh, end up going into the place. You'd probably turn away and, and walk back out the door or maybe you wouldn't even make it to the door. You'd be probably gone home before you even got there. So I thought that was quite funny because we had just eaten the curry. We had just eaten out of that place and uh, and yeah, it was, it was funny. Now, now, that's nothing on the on the curry shop itself. The curry shop, the food was unbelievable. But just that was funny because it was like, oh, in my head, is that feet or is that curry? It turns out it was both. But anyway, that's a smell you don't come across every day. So that was something new. Um, And then, if you were listening last week, you might know that I was coughing up my lungs. Uh, I took on a bit of a flu there last week. And it's kind of, easing off now still a bit of a cough and a bit of bit of phlegm coming up and stuff out of the chest but uh, other than that I'm feeling feeling pretty better um, not 100% yet but I'd say in the 90s getting there so hopefully by hopefully by the time the weekend is out or whatever it'll be, it'll be 100% to go into next week um, but yeah it's all about mindset as well you can kind of like it sounds mad but sometimes you can convince yourself that you're feeling better than you are and sometimes it works but then sometimes it doesn't like one time about two three years ago I had a flu and I said I'm gonna go to the gym and sweat this off and and get rid of it but the gym actually made me worse I think sweating it out and then going home kind of in in the cold of the wind blowing against you blowing that sweat back into your glands uh, or back into your pores or whatever and yeah, it can be bad news. It made me worse. Now, maybe I was on the decline anyway in that case, but I thought that was part of it, to be honest. So, anyway, yeah. Um, and then I, I was speaking to someone this week and they were telling me about, um, this is going to be a little bit more serious than what I was just speaking about, but we were speaking about the word consequences. Basically saying, like, what do you think of when you, co- when you hear the word consequences and naturally it was like it's a bad thing like you know you do something bad um, or do something out of line you're going to face some sort of consequence but you, you don't have to actually 
the lesson I took from it was you don't have to actually face every consequence you can actually like take a consequence in your in your stride if it's a positive one so therefore if you if you put a, a domino effect into play by making a choice say you want that job that you're going for or you want to be in a position that you're not in right now once you make the full step and get the ball rolling that's an action you're after taking and every action is followed by a consequence now in our own heads naturally from i think it's from childhood you get taught like that's a consequence that's a bad thing like but it's not it can also be a good thing so not only is it like good karma in a way it can be a good consequence um that's gonna kind of come your way after you've created that domino ripple effect um and putting that putting whatever you want uh whatever your goal is out there into the world by making a full step could be just sending a text sending an email making a connection with somebody that can play a part in getting you to that place where you want to be so that was just something to think about something light like you know it, it makes sense though it's it's like it's not an over overly complicated thing and you know, you might think oh well that's kind of obvious but sometimes these things aren't that obvious that we don't well in my case anyway I didn't like I found it to be obvious but it was still something like you can always go deeper and deeper and deeper in your thinking in your critical thinking um, about about something and it can it can be never ending it can be infinite you're thinking about this thing like because everything we see and do is, is all on a surface level but when you start going into the unconscious mind and start thinking about why you do the things you do or, or why do you act the way you act and, and what was the what was the kind of if it was trauma or if it was a good encounter you had with, with a person or whatever or something when you were younger or whatever um, that makes you do a certain thing or act a certain way like a, a good one could be discipline like you know you might be taught could have been taught discipline as a kid maybe in school or maybe um, you are in like a disciplinary role uh, maybe in a team or something like that where there was rules that you had to follow and if you didn't follow these rules you'd fall off track and maybe not get into the team that teaches you the basics of discipline and discipline can get you into can get you into the, the top percentage of, of not that there's a top percentage of people but I mean discipline can get you into like a higher uh, like I call it like a higher advantage I'd say of, of your human uh, condition that you're trying to understand um, by having that discipline by, by ignoring um, bad thoughts that come into your head and realising that they're not rational they're not actually real it's just something that your brain is doing it's a is it is it a fra- like not a fraction of imagination is it a, 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 I don't know it's from your imagination anyway there's a saying there's a phrase for it but I'm actually I'm, it's after losing uh, I'm after losing it right there that what I was trying to say Um. yeah is it a fragment of your imagination or is it a pigment? Is it a pigment of your imagination? Anyway, you know what I mean. I'm just losing my words at the minute, but how and ever. Uh, one more little thing I just want to throw in is um, during lockdown, the first time I was doing photography for a media page called Irish Football Fan TV. They cover Irish players abroad, um, footballers that they cover... Um, 
League of Ireland throughout the seasons, transfers, rumours, headlines, you know, scores, goals, all the news surrounding um, Irish football and the national the national team as well. So each ga- most games in the League of Ireland every week, there'll be somebody reporting at the game live uh, on the Instagram story and and posting updates and stuff on there for people to see if you want to give it a follow and uh, my role was, was photography so I'd be sideline on the pitch taking photographs of the players and stuff during the game and, and uploading them to the Instagram page so that's what um, I'm going to be doing tonight because the League of Ireland's back it's Friday the 17th of February and the League of Ireland's back tonight St. Pat's are playing Derry City in Inchicore Richmond Park I'm going to be there so um yeah, I'm looking forward to it, getting back into it. There's like I know League of Ireland isn't the most glamorous league in the world, but that can be the beauty of it as well. It depends how you look at it. It's about perspective, you know what I mean? Like the the Irish football um scene hasn't got the best investment or hasn't got um the most money in the world that can help with the training facilities and, and building stadiums and, and better better infrastructure um, for the league and for the players to, to stay to make it more inviting for them to stay in Ireland and play but I think um, as the years have gone on a lot of players are coming back to play in the League of Ireland and realising that's not actually a loss you can still have a career in the League of Ireland you might not be on as much money as the Championship or League 1 but you can still build a life for yourself and, and enjoy it so yeah I just want to get, get there tonight soak it all in take in the atmosphere looking forward to it so that's the plan for tonight but uh, yeah that's all the observations I had this week and, and little bits I wanted to throw in um, I hope you could understand it all and sorry if I butchered any of it trying to explain sometimes you know when you're speaking and, and the words are going through your brain you can you can lose them uh, as you're thinking and talking at the same time which is natural but look you don't dig yourself up over these things you just let it happen and learn we just all learn from it so no mistakes are good and so is learning from mistakes because that feels even better because you're conscious that you learn from that from before that mistake you made and now you're counter counteracting it by uh, analysing where you went wrong and fixing that and that's that's the beauty of it again so I'm going to go onto my phone here now and I'm going to go into my notes and I'm going to look for the song In Your Arms track A alright we're on to it now right so I'm going to read the chorus first then I'm going to read the first verse and then I'm going to read the second verse I can feel a cough coming so excuse me yeah, we're on to track eight now. I'm gonna read the lyrics. I'm gonna read the chorus first, then I'm gonna read the first verse, then I'm gonna read the second verse. So the chorus goes. When I see myself in your arms, to me are causing no harm. I don't know what went wrong, but it looks to be where I belong. You speak to me on the daily, through songs that you use to play me. They've been on repeat since 17. I'll be singing till the day I live. That's the chorus. Short and sweet to the point. I'm just trying to trying to figure out what's coming to me as I'm reading these words and and there was a 
Yeah, so basically, th- this song is kind of inspired by by my mother, uh, the woman who gave birth to me and brought me into this world, you know. And tragically, I lost her in twenty seventeen. She passed away. So yeah, I, I have a lot of feelings uh, in regards to that, and it's very very hard to to get them out there and and to speak about and stuff. But I'm gonna try my best to explain where I was and what I was feeling when I was writing these lyrics. So I came across this photograph that I never seen before of me ma holding me as a baby. I'd say I was only like a few a few weeks, a few months old or something like that. And uh, it brought great joy and great sadness. If that feeling of loss, that grieving feeling as well. But I'm just saying here, when I see myself in your arms, to me are causing no harm. So, I felt in that picture, I felt really, uh, really safe, basically, in, in that picture. I didn't, I didn't, like, I know I can't remember because I was only a baby, but just looking at myself in that picture, I'm looking at it right now, and just the, the comfort of it, um, like makes it so kind of harmless that like it's a harmless feeling you know that way that's what that's what i think i was going through especially when you're a baby you're kind of developing your own brain and you're, you're, you're learning as you're growing so you know i wasn't even old enough to understand what the world was or whatever or what was going on around me or what my situation was or what country i was in or what nationality i was none of that mattered at all it was just all about the moments, you know, where you, where you felt safe. That's how I, that's how I imagined that I felt as a baby in that moment. And when I look at that picture, that's exactly how I feel. So I think the two correlate hand in hand. Um, and then just when I say I don't know what went wrong, it looks to be where I belong. So when I say I don't know what went wrong, uh, I'm not gonna get into any kind of personal details or. Um, I'm not going to go too deep on the topic but but I came to realise when I got a bit older that my ma had a, a faced a, a number of struggles um, throughout her own, her own life and yeah that's that's why I'm saying in this lyric that I don't know what went wrong because you know I wasn't there I can't uh, can't really talk on that on, on, on the stuff that she went through because um I never really got the chance to, to properly talk about that that sort of stuff with her when she was here. So I can't really go into that type of detail. But I say you speak to me on the daily. I feel like I, I can I feel like I can I can still hear her voice when I imagine. Um I don't have that many videos of her. Uh, where I can hear a voice uh, whenever I want, which is a bit of a bit of a killer. Like you know, you'd love to have like a like a a long a long version of a, a speech or a video or something where you can hear her talking. Like um, you know, for long for long periods of time, like where you can listen to the voice and stuff. Yeah, that's obviously hard, but I mean, um. The one thing that does speak to me through her energy that was left was the songs, the music. Um, two of our favourite artists were Amy Winehouse and Lady Gaga and 
a number of others, you know, Adele and stuff like that. Um, so that kind of uh, my musical influence definitely came from from my ma uh, being in the house playing them sorts of so- sorts of songs and stuff. So whenever I hear songs from them artists from around that time, it always takes me back, and I love that feeling that I get. It's bit of sweet, but it's beautiful. I think so. Um. So yeah, I'm just saying the songs are on repeat and I'll be singing them till the day I live, till the day I, you know, take off from this earth and and go to go into the unknown, go into the abyss. So um yeah, that's the chorus. Uh, I'm gonna move on to verse one and see where we're at. I was born into a melting pot, boiling hot with broken spots. Simmer down, I'll tell you what, ain't got a choice in what I got. Like this house or this farm, the blue sea, the green land. I'm growing like the grass, but I'm cutting back the blades. I felt the rays of the sun, but I was kept in the shade. I'm looking for the truth, exposing all the roots. Take me back to the day when I couldn't say my name. I want to see what life was like. In the picture you were holding me, nice and tight, among a lit candlelight. I used to eat your words, your poetry was my appetite. Used to believe every story. Only lying that I felt was when I flattened out my body. Yeah, so that's this is a short song. So this is uh, verse one. So I'm just basically saying I was born into a melting pot, boiling hot with broken spots. So yeah, if you can imagine a, a, a pot that's you know a roasting pot that's probably uh, over boiling. Uh, it almost at, it's almost at a point where it's actually born on, on the stove, you know, and um, them bubbles that are created through when water is boiling is how I see like the broken spots, you know. There was there was just certain aspects of of life that felt broken to me, and it was only at a later age, like only in recent years, I really feel this. I really think back and feel this. But when I was growing up, I didn't really think much about stuff like that. I was just kind of living and taking in, um, sponging in the experience, the information that was that was being passed down to me as a kid, you know, a young kid, looking up at all these people around me and, and taking in whatever they were saying to me. Um, but yeah, the, the broken spots, I think, is just like, it's just a life thing. I think everyone is, is born into kind of, a broken spot if you want to call it that you know I don't think there's such thing as the perfect um, family or the perfect house or, or the the perfection of of a spot that is not broken in any aspect even by a fraction that doesn't exist so I mean everyone can relate to broken spots and I certainly do so that's where I'm going with that line um Obviously, when you turn the stove down, let the water let the water simmer a bit. You know, it can cool down. It can it can calm a bit. You know, and that's yeah. That's that's why I'm saying I calmed down when I realised that I hadn't got a choice. Really, I had to just face what was what was given to me. What type of card I was dealt. You know, you can't choose where you're born, or you can't choose what you look like or what your name is or, or well you can't choose what your name is nowadays like you can change your name legally if you want but I mean like um, talking 
about a kid you can't do you can't really you can't really do any of them things so so yeah that's that's what I'm saying with that um like the 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 sea is blue and the grass is green um and that has been a fact of of life for from the moment that life began on earth uh, and in nature so I think you know I relate that to not being able to choose what sort of you know what what sort of situation you're born into or not like that you can't choose that like the way you can't choose what colour grass is or you can't choose what colour the sky or the sea is it just is what it is you know things are what they are some things just just kind of are like not stagnant in that sense but they're just like unchangeable um, and that's what I related to when I was writing this I think and then I'm saying uh, I'm growing like the grass but I'm cutting back the blades so cutting, sorry not cutting back the blades cutting back with blades so obviously blades of grass kind of just playing on that type on that kind of phrase you know using a bit of wordplay there um, but I'm growing but I'm cutting away certain aspects of 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 maybe maybe stuff going on around me that I don't really want to that I don't really want to have part in my life I feel like it could uh, like damage damage my future or damage you know the way I the way I act on a daily basis or you know traumatise uh, traumatise a young mind into kind of not knowing how to how to face uh, how to face you know what do you call that uh, face like face hard situations but there's a word for it that's escaping me at the moment um adversity adversity that's what I was trying to think of facing adversity and stuff so I feel like my brain's a bit fried today to be honest you know there's a lot of things going on in my head but I'm trying to stick to this and be present in, in the way I'm talking um, so yeah sorry if I'm forgetting how to talk now and again but I'm going to try my best to, to stay on track so and then felt the rays of the sun, but I was kept in the shade. So imagine you're in a moment as a kid, and you see there's you see there's tension, you see there's like stress, you anger, sadness. So you're in the heat of it. You feel the heat of that moment, but you're in the dark, you're in the shade because you're a kid. You can't, you know, you're too young. You can't be told what's going on. You you can't know what's going on. So kept in the shade is what I'm talking about in that sense in heated situations. And then now I'm looking for the truth, exposing all the roots, take me back to the day when I couldn't say my name. So as I'm, as I said earlier in the picture, that, that harmless feeling, there was nothing that could harm me in that photo because I was so unaware of what was going on, what life was. So I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, in a sense, I want to expose the truth, but the truth can hurt. So I don't want to, f to kind of feel that hurt. Um, so I want to actually feel that harmless uh, feeling that I felt in that photo uh, in my mother's arms when she was holding me and I, and I hadn't got a, a sense of life I was just a being I was just a human being um, an impressionable human being that uh, hadn't faced any adversity yet I hadn't went through any heated situations I hadn't 
um, felt, you know, felt like he was surrounded by some spots that were broken um, in that sense. So, you know, that's it's that's what I'm talking about there. I hope that kind of is coming across uh, clear and understandable. Um, yeah, coming to the end of this verse now, so I'm saying I, I, I want to see what life was like in the picture. You were holding me nice and tight um, among a lit candlelight. So I want to also go back to that day and I wish that I was present and, you know, mindful and able to see what was going on back then um, to kind of try and realise the struggles that my mother was going through uh, because... As I said, I've never got a chance to actually speak to her uh, to figure out what what kind of struggles was affecting her throughout her own life, you know. So, and even not even to try and be there to fix the problems, it was just to just to kind of listen. I just wanted to listen. That's all I, I do it now, you know. I just listen and, and just just hear them hear them out. Just to actually be able to maybe feel um, feel that sense of uh, not close-minded, you know, like when you know you want the answers to something and it's prolonged for so long, and eventually it comes. So, so yeah, just just to kind of just to listen and and be there for. A person that seemed to be struggling. That's what I'm going. That's where I'm going with that. Um, and then I'm saying I used to eat your words. Your poetry was my appetite. Used to believe every story. Only line that I felt is when I flattened out my body. So she was a great storyteller. She'd have you yapping there for for ages. You know, I come home from school some days and she'd be telling me mad stories about growing up and stuff. Um, and I'd always had no choice but to listen to them sorts of stories. They were all. Some of them were, were heartbreaking, some of them were sad, some of them were happy, you know, some of them were exciting, some of them, some of them made you feel that sense of accomplishment for, for her, um, in that sense, and, and that was some, that was some of them, like, I'd go back to the, even the sadder stories, just to hear that kind of, hear that kind, hear her voice again, you know, it's it's something that I think everyone can relate to if you've lost someone, um, and yeah, I'm just saying, like, I used to eat all our words, like, it was my appetite, you know, I'm eating what she's saying, I'm taking her in, and, and you know, them them stories and them narratives st- still stick with me, you know, I could, I could, uh, re, not re-say, I'm making my own words up, but I could regurgitate some of them stories today, even though I was so, I felt like I was so young at the time, like, primary school, I think, was... A lot of the stories I was, I feel like I feel like I was hearing when I was in primary school kind of years. Um, so yeah, I could definitely still remember them in detail. And then, even though she might have been waffling, I felt like a few times, you know, like just making her up, like for, for the thrill of of the story. And obviously, I, I was an an impressionable young kid. Um, you know, she'd probably want to. Uh, make it seem a bit more dramatic and stuff which is understandable it's also an Irish thing that we do we add in drama to our stories we're all great storytellers here in Ireland but um, but yeah I'm just saying the only line that I felt is when I flattened out my body in the sense of when I was in bed lying 
but not the lying as in somebody telling you a spoof or a waffle or something that's untrue so yeah that was um that was verse one i'm gonna move on to verse two now i want to know who are you before me what pain did you feel step step trying to heal what trauma did you see were the eyes on the prize i know you won gold when you showed me the paint on the trophy spinning bats in the air always showed no fear but you're blind to what could be unaware of potential but guess what you told me don't move slowly yo yo we were up and down strings are attached now i snapped and i don't know how used to clash but then got on like a burning house day by day was the way we always went about some days quiet some days we're gonna show but that was every gaff it felt like the other now now our evens forget about the damage trauma passed on no doubt i will manage that's verse two so yeah this verse is definitely one of the one of my favorite verses that i've ever written um because it came from a place of pure truth and honesty uh, which is hard sometimes to, to get to that place you know when you're, when you're trying to be honest with yourself and confront your own your own problems that that you bottle up for for so long and then you actually when they come up naturally and come out of uh come out in a way of expression in this sense in a way of writing and rapping um it can be hard but it's very therapeutic at the same time so yeah i'm just going back to that i want to know who you were before me you know what was what was your type of situation before i came into the world um just you know as a matter of uh oh that word is still escaping me it's like no closure i can't believe yeah closure that's the word as a matter of closure uh just to know what type of what type of life uh what life was like before i was born you know um that's interesting to me that type of thing so i want i want to know what pain did you feel um and then step step trying to heal you know you take the steps to try and heal in the right direction um and then what trauma did you see just kind of what what sort of stuff did you see and, and how did that affect you uh and how did it like occupy your mind as as you know you start growing up and having kids and and your life was beginning to change and then i'm going on to uh why are eyes on the prize to me my mother always had a lot of ambition a lot of uh motivation um she's seen that i was creative from a young age and she always encouraged me to get involved in, in music and anything i was creative in she always supported me in fairness so i'm very grateful for that so I'm saying, I know you won gold when you showed me the paint on the trophy. Spinning bats in the air, I showed no fear, but you're blind to what could be. So she would tell me these stories uh, that she used to do majorettes, and she went to the Oil of Man uh, years ago, and she she did loads of competitions and stuff, and she enjoyed doing majorettes, and uh, she always had a baton in the gaff, you know, and showing me tricks with it and stuff. And... Yeah, like any time she spoke about them times, she was always happy. But then, sometimes in the moment, I used to wish, you know, if I could see that she was going through a struggle, I used to wish like that, a happier time that she was talking about in the stories kind of came to fruition in the present. 
in a goal or in a in a way of motivation for horse to kind of get out of a rut. Um, because I could see she had a spark inside her, you know, uh, and an ambition. So. Yeah, and then I'm saying you're blind to what could be because of that ambition. That I think you could, you know, go on and do great things, or, or even just do little, change little things, and and kind of nurture different habits that could make a big impact in the long term. So yeah, um, then I said, guess what you told me? Don't move slowly. So yeah just don't move like you know like if, if you see a goal or if you feel a, a passion for something just go for it full steam ahead you know especially from a young age I always thought what's the worst that can happen and I measured most things up to will I die or not and 100% of the time it was no 99% of the time it was always no uh, there was always 1% maybe like go skydiving or something you know <laughs> even today I'm still like weird about going skydiving I'd love to do it but I'm just like Jesus it's bit of a bit of a mad mad uh, situation bit of a risk but I definitely would like to do it but anyway back to the story so then I'm saying yo yo just playing with that you know word play a yo yo goes up and down and I'm saying strings are attached but they never snapped and I don't know how so obviously like anyone in your family or anyone that you're related to, uh, especially in your immediate family, you're gonna clash at times. It's only natural you're spending so much time with these people that you're gonna not see eye to eye on some things and you're gonna clash and stuff like that. So I'm just saying the strings were always attached because of family. It was a family matter, but they never snapped. Um, no matter how far gone an argument would be or whatever, they just never snapped because the love was always there. The love never escaped anyone. So grateful for that then I say we used to go on then like a boring house you know you'd move past the anger and you, you move into the sadness maybe the guilt and then you move into the the apology and then after that you forget about it the next day comes and you're back to the way it used to be straight away so that was always great like um then I'm saying day by day was the way we always went to build some days quiet some days we're gonna show so that's that's just about that as well. Just if you have an argument, you know, it's gonna be shouting, it's gonna be loud. But then if you're getting on, you know, it could be a little bit quieter, could be just a calm kind of setting at that time. So these all these things feel real really uh, I can almost touch the emotion if I think hard enough about these little stories and stuff when I think back and you know, when you lose someone that's close to you and you think back to these uh, situations, it makes you very, very grateful for even the worst of times because that's part of your story and that's something that you need to use as ammunition and motivation to, to strive on, onto better things and whatever you take from that. Um, you never know where it could land you or where you could end up. So I think, you know, struggle is part of success in every case. So, yeah, and then I'm just saying, like, you'd have friends when you were younger that would maybe have, like, a like a look like they had a better setting than you, like a better house or a better kind of way of life, uh, family-wise and stuff, you know, and you'd compare your own situation to that. And if that other, if that other um, 
if your your friend's house or something seemed a bit better than yours, you know, you felt a bit odd, like the odd one out kind of thing. Um, and that's just a course of comparison from a young age. You know, I think everyone gets that, especially if you're going through, if you feel like you're you're comparing yourself, or if you feel like you're, you know, kind of not not as well off as the next person, you're gonna feel that. So. Yeah, and then I'm saying forget about the damage, trauma passed on, no doubt I will manage. So yeah, I think I think trauma is just in like there's there's uh, generational trauma that you can't help gets passed on. I think in Ireland especially just there's a lot of trauma, you know, from from troubling years throughout history that we've all learned about. I don't have to go into detail about that, I'm sure. Most of these are well aware of, of what I'm talking about there, like, you know, wars and famines and and devoid, you know. Um and like all this is part of our story. This is all part of why we're here right now. So I think if it's in your genes, wear it. No pun intended, but just just wear it on your face, you know, embrace the fact that no one's perfect, you know, no one has, like, even, even the people that look the most perfect are always seem to be kind of not satisfied, they always want that next thing, you know, more money, and, yeah, that can bring on even more problems, but how, whenever, you know, you have to just, I think, when it comes to showing gratitude, being grateful for what you have I think look at people that have absolutely nothing like look at people in 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 countries that I don't have to mention that that are living in the third third world and and they're really struggling for water heat and electricity food these are basics that we have every day we take for granted and yeah I think when you when you measure any situation uh, in my case measure any situation up to that that kind of struggle, I think it makes you very grateful straight away, uh, without hesitation, and it'll, it'll automatically make you feel like, oh, I better take this, this bull by the horns and, and absolutely run with it. So, so yeah, that's uh, that was tough to get through. Uh, I really enjoyed it though, and I hope you took from something from it yourself. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen to the mixtape, it's Dart a DM on all platforms. Um, and yeah, leave leave me a comment if you want on this. Uh, feedback is always appreciated. A little rate, and it takes two seconds on Spotify if you want to, to rate this. You know, just click the star icon. Uh, it obviously helps with, with getting the podcast out there. So so yeah, that's that's where I'm going, and uh, that's that was a, a good enjoyable. Uh, forty, nearly forty, three and a half minutes of of talking. Um, so, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and be back next week for more track nine. Uh, so that's it. I'll talk to you after.